This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was Y2K. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustick. And for all ingrations, be forgot, something, something. Where was that? Is that a grand old flag? Am I singing grand old flag? Uh, no. <laughs> no, 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 you're right. That's old Lang Syne. You're doing old Lang Syne. That's the New Year's how does How does old Lang oh. Syne go? God, For it's all like, no, ingrations, be forgotten and rather of all time. Keep going. Not all ingrations, <laughs> be <laughs> forgotten. Something old Lang Syne. Man, talk about nobody having <laughs> any idea what's going on there. <laughs> like even you just saying that's old old Lang Syne. Lang Syne, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was, for all ingrations be forgot, keep an eye on that great old flag. Yeah, Yeah, that's... Okay. Well, happy, happy. Happy, happy, everybody. Happy 2023. We made it. Yes, yes, you made it. Uh, A little spoiler. I feel like we have to do a little spoiler, because in the event something catastrophic happens between now and January 6th, it will not be touched upon. That's right. Little spoiler, we're banking this episode. It's coming out right around New Year's, uh, but not around uh, January 6th. And that matters. That matters because that is thematically in line with what we are loosely going to be talking about today. That's exactly correct. We are here. We sit in 2022, podcasting from the future past Mm. in 2023. And today, Billy and I are going to be talking about the uh, generation-defining, earth-rattling event that didn't happen. Y2K. Y2K. (laughs) The day when everyone was afraid, when the quote-unquote experts were afraid that when our computers click over from (laughs) 99 to 00, they're going to think we're back in 1900 and we're all turning butter again. That was literally the fear that computers would shut down hospital systems, air Mm -hmm. traffic control, that it would be this like global digital shutdown, in quotes, freak out. Mm -hmm. Um, And people were for a year, months, years, whatever, like prepping for this event as though it were doomsday. And it is kind of interesting, like... I feel like there have been like the Cuban Missile Crisis, where like people were just yeah. like sitting by their radios or hiding under yeah. their desks and being like, "It could happen at any moment." But yeah. now with the social media of it all, you can kind of, when something happens or something might happen, you can kind of experience it with the global community. That's right. We didn't have that luxury in Y two K. It was who quite. you were bunkering down with yeah. when the computers were going to click over. It's funny. It does sort of like speak to this like we're we're just like these these like little human beings on this earth, and like no none of us had ever experienced like it was a new millenn. It wasn't just like we're turning over from the eighties to the nineties. It wasn't like mm-hmm. a new decade. It mm-hmm. was a new century, a new millennium. It was like no one knew what to expect, and I think like the weight of that word, like millennium, we're on the verge of a new millennium, and like I think it was just it got people real twisted around. Like, but like, doesn't it? Doesn't wh- it? What does it mean? Does it? 
Does it not surprise you even in the slightest that there wasn't one computer expert? Just one? I know. Be like, nothing is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it'll be fine. Everyone, like, even the smartest experts were like, we'll find out I as know. it happens. And I remember reading all of these, like, or hearing, like, all these fear-mongery things, like, all, <laughs> yeah. of, the su- all of the sewer caps in New York City are going to be, like, fused <laughs> into the ground so that if an explosion occurs underground, they won't go flying into the air. And my yeah. dad works at a funeral parlor, and they got all these body bags. I was like, because the computers are going to click over? Because it's midnight on a Thursday now? Like, yes. what is, yeah, it did seem, I mean, it speaks to the power of, like, fee, like fear, obviously, mm. and, like, like, and you're right, this was, like, I mean, I wonder how much, like, internet conspiracy theory, like, on message boards spreading right. the Y2K panic, like, had to do with it, but, yeah, like, we are, as a race of people, like, susceptible to this sort of, like, fear-mongering. It works on us really, really efficiently, and people can take it to the nth degree, but, yeah, in retrospect, of course, it's seems patently absurd and it's also interesting it's like a good like um y2k was a good time to like put a watermark down on our on human beings americans relationships with computers because at that point i don't even know if we had laptops yet we were like still like in the desktop of all experience so it's like we weren't waking up and grabbing our phones for the daily information no you know so it was Well, yeah, so we didn't know enough, and we weren't reliant enough for this to be like a... It was just like this like perfect like time and place where you might not know exactly what you're doing, and it might not even affect you, but we can make it really scary. We can make it really scary. To be honest with you, I also want to say I think it's a I think it's also a testament to branding. Like Y2K. Mm. Just yeah. it there it's Go a on. set it's it was very like as a as a potential disaster. <laughs> it mm-hmm. that's that's it has a nice ring to it. Like it True. just works. Like year 2000, Y2K. Like yes. it's fun to say it works sonically as just like a yes. sonic experience. And yes. I think it was just fun to indulge with like all things like Y2K, Y2K. Like it sounds yes. cool, vaguely futuristic, kind of like milit almost like it's like military code. Like yes. it's just works as a brand, as a as yes. a branding of an event. Uh mm-hmm. it really works, I think. So I think maybe that like the commercialization of Y2K, like as a product Y2K conspiracy theory as a product was mm-hmm. just like well packaged or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sold. Like well branded. Yeah. Sold. Well sold. Yeah. It had like all of the elements. It had fear. It had excitement. Yeah. It had those glasses that people wear every Yeah, New the Year's. glasses were big. The glasses were big. Because you had the two zeros. You had the two zeros suddenly. You had two yeah. zero zero zero, but those two in the middle, right over the eyeballs. I wonder if in 1899 there was a similar panic, like mm. not with computers, but it was like, oh my god, our horses are going to drop dead that once is, it turns over. Once I it, love what? to imagine <laughs> that. Once it was there over, a computer yeah. chip? in 1899 was there one uh, no. chip was there any chips <laughs> i don't think so although you know now that i say it bill like i was saying it really wouldn't be 1899 it would really be the year 999 like that's mm. what i'm saying like the reason that it felt so big that it wasn't just a like a century 
like turning over. Again, it was mm-hmm. the thousand year millennial marker. So it was like no one who was alive, obviously, obvious statement, no one yeah. who was alive in the year 1000 was obviously alive in the year 2000. So it was like no firsthand reference points for like, holy shit, what happened? Is the sun going to explode? Like right. what happens when a millennium changes over? Right. There was just no point of reference for us as a human race. But I think um, where the fear came in, I think where yeah. the fear came in was the computers of it all. Because computers. the computers ran on a 9-9 meant the year 1999. Right. And now we're going back to a 0-0, which means 1900. And yeah, if like exactly. all of the computers got confused, the stock market crashes, planes fall out of the sky or whatever, or you know. Ventilators at the hospital shut off and it's just right. like all the nightmare scenarios. Yeah, exactly. M- meanwhile, exactly. the only thing I knew in the year 1999 was like Simpsons chat rooms. <laughs> you know? Exactly. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. My dependence on computers and mankind's, the casual man and woman kinds, really yes. wasn't that complex. You know, it was I, still like big, bulky desktop computers. AIM was still a thing. You know, I was looking. I was looking at box and major league baseball box scores that would just take mm. like time to mm-hmm. load mm-hmm. on the screen. Mm-hmm. That was all. That's all I was using the computer for. Do you remember where you were during Y two K? New Year's. New Year's in high school. Let's see. I was like, what? A junior, maybe? A junior yep. in high school, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and New Year's parties were rad, man. It was probably like at my friend Nicole's house or like maybe at Sean's house or maybe at my friend Stephanie's house. Like, I'm pretty sure it was just another awesome New Year's party. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember being personally too concerned. I'm not – this isn't a brag and this isn't a um, how smart am I. But I mm-hmm. don't remember – I remember being f- – fairly i having some fairly healthy y2k skepticism i did yeah. not i wasn't too afraid that the world was going to melt down and the computers were going to like become sentient and whatever yep. like i just yep. wasn't too afraid of that i don't think yeah i think i was just like running around with my teenage friends in nicole's pool and hot tub i yeah think. it's a good um, question what age group was the most scared of y2k yeah. Like, what age range? Were parents even scared? Because I also remember not being scared. Corvetti threw a rager. Hell yeah. A rager that night. And the party was, like, we all just played up the fact that, like, anything can happen at midnight. So we all just went extra hard and had, like, double fun that yeah, night. Like, went a yeah, little yeah. further than we usually would. Yeah, that's awesome. Just because we had that going for us. The, yeah. the day was branded already. But yeah. it was interesting. Like, who was the most here, scared? Scientists? Here, 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 Kids well, here's I, I think here's what I'll posit. I think, and and I have a lot of empathy for 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 what I'm about to say for the group of people I'm about to describe because I am I will be that soon. And that is this: people who were they talk about digital natives and digital immigrants, like people who were born with the internet and people who are not. So I can yes. imagine people like our parents' age, for example, who what 20 years ago were in their 50s or whatever, 40s, 50s, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. These people who grew up in a completely analog world completely Mm -hmm. who now over the course of the last 10 years the 90s sort of like okay now we all have home computers and now we all have like multiple home computers and gosh now i have an email address i didn't have this five years ago but now like my whole life and my whole work and maybe my whole career is like on the computer i'm already like i'm I'm just getting used to computers at all and now like so that so I would posit that like that is the, the the sort of demographic most susceptible to this like panic about well geez like my taxes and like my will is all on my computer now yeah. but is that going to yeah. last the what two thousand like so I would imagine that it would be like maybe 
yeah, like people in their 40s and 50s who were not um, raised with computers who are now yes. completely reliant on them and are yes. afraid that it's going to wipe out all of their personal information forever. Yeah, that and goes like, back to that, like, um, we just didn't have, human beings didn't have that kind of relationship with computers and internet right. yet in, right. in 1999. And that was right. for the best. And I also right. wonder if that indicates why we were so scared. Because Absolutely. no one really knew what these things were and there was no experts or, you know, pre-existing companies that are like, exactly. Exactly. Nothing to worry about. Exactly. Well, well, let me put it this way. Last episode, Bill, we did we, on our sort of 2022 year-end bracket, well, you briefly brought up this sort of like new AI technology, whatever it's called. Maybe you have yes. a name of it. But like that's like sweeping the nation or whatever. But, yes. like we, but like we now – and technology advances so fast that we are almost perpe- in a perpetual state of Y2K panic in that mm. – Every week, there's some earth-shattering, paradigm-shifting, game-changing new piece of tech that will, like, forever alter the digital landscape. Yep. And, like, like this AI thing, for example, like, okay, like, will it probably just be another thing in our digital life? May Probably. But mm. could it potentially harbor the end of middle-class jobs forever? Like, maybe that, mm-hmm. too. So, and like, it there is certainly cloud reality. Like yeah, the walking it, around reality, deep fakes are a that's very right. serious thing. All of these exactly. things are very serious, like outcomes. That's of, right. You know, potential just like, outcomes. And I feel that's like right. when we and, started the podcast like a million years ago, we talked about holograms a lot and right. how holograms could very easily become a very powerful and dangerous right. thing in the wrong that's hands. Right. And that's right. Per- perhaps we're slipping down that road. Exactly. Um, so, like, exactly. So, anyway, to I also want to. I also want to reflect on we briefly touched on it, I think, like uh, two episodes ago. But another earth-shattering technological thing that's occurred in the past couple Mm -hmm. of weeks, as Mm -hmm. a matter of fact, Mm -hmm. and that's you leaving Twitter. So we're going to come back in the second (laughs) act, and we're just going to discuss that just a little bit. Okay. Okay, Okay, great. Uh, But first, an act break. First act break. Adam, um, any ideas to bring in uh, the new year? Um, to bring in the new year, um, just just maybe a simple, short, brief toast. We, we could each just give a, a, a quick toast to the nation, maybe? A yes. New year's toast? Okay, Love cool. that. To the nation. Here is your cinnamon raisin toast. I got your rye toast here and uh, your pumpernickel toast. Happy New Year. Welcome back to the No Joe Podcast. Today, we are talking about Y2K. Here we stand on the 23rd anniversary of that fateful day <laughs> that turned out to be not so fateful after all. Thank God. Adam, we're talking Y2K. Adam uh, invented a fake buffet, and he invented fake niche, and he yes. fake handed out toast, toast. to those fake people at this fake buffet. Where this is a hum- ultimately this is a humor podcast. That's just humor. Ultimately. I'm trying. I'm trying to call out humor when I see it. Yeah, have you noticed that on our text chains? I, which I appreciate, by the way. This is just humor. humor. Like, I, I like it's important to label things sometimes. I don't want to, my meaning to be misconstrued. That was just a humorous little like, thought. It just humor. Humorous thought. Just yep. humor. It's just, <laughs> it's just humor, dude. Yeah. It's yeah. usually when I send um, some sort of thing that will make someone feel a little angry, like, uh, or, you know, just like prodding, like a mirror, like uh, the Lakers lost three games in a row. Just humor. Just humor. Just yeah. humor. <laughs> just humor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, but good. let's talk about something that's not funny, folks, and that's that Adam left oh, Twitter. Deep, deadly serious. Yes, deadly serious. Yes. I somehow typed in Adam Lustick into my Twitter page one day, yes. or my Twitter yes. search bar one day. I don't know why. And it was gone. And it just said, nothing to see no. here. And yeah, I was like, no. well, I yeah. know, I know, but like, I, there is some things I'd like to see, so I'll hit right. refresh. And then I was like, do I know? 
do I yeah. know? And Th- then this- I texted you the screen grab where it said yes. nothing to see here, and you yes. confirmed yes. adios amigos. Adios amigos. Um, as we've discussed many times in this podcast, this was like sort of a long simmering thing. It's just like mm. I feel whatever, becoming like less attached to social media over the years slash years, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like the okay, so the, the, here comes Elon Musk. He buys Twitter. That's all over the place. But then I, I don't care one necessarily. What this is right. in no way like a moral stance at all. Truly, no. Oh, that's deeply, surprising. No okay. way. This was I, I. I was on Twitter scrolling, and it just was like. Like something about the algorithm or like the feed, I was like, see, and this is happening a little bit with Instagram too, which I just find like frustrating. I just want it like most recent to least recent. I don't need like, and you know that there's that option. You can click that to have most recent to to least recent. Yes, yes, you have that option. Yes. Um, I was just getting a little jumbled up at my feed. I was like seeing shit from days ago. I was just like – and it just like contributed generally to a feeling of like this is this is all uh, – this is the minor inconvenience that I need, that this is the straw that will break my Twitter camel's back. Like, there you go. I'll just get out of here. I'll just get out of here. It's okay. Like it, 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 it's okay. Like I, I, I'll leave. Like it was starting just to become like – endless posts about Twitter, like about Elon Musk and Twitter. And it like, mm-hmm. again, no ethical or moral judgment on my part, but just like, it was just, I just found it, anno- I was just annoyed. You were no longer interested. I was just like, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't, I don't want to. I don't really want to And did you not anymore. want the option anymore as well? Because you always can leave the app and just not open it anymore. You I, wanted I, I to, didn't, did you tell I yourself that? I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust mm-hmm. myself. I thought That's that fair. if I had it on my phone, I'd scroll. Yeah, I would just would. like, and you would, and I just would, and then I would just be like scrolling, and I would just be like scrolling and mm-hmm. whatever, like, and I was just like, let me just see without. So it. How and did you even know how to cancel your account? I had to like Google it, man. I was like, right. how do I get out of here? Basically, right. I was like, how do I leave this party? Um, uh, but it was like fairly easy. Like it wasn't like super duper hard or whatever. But like I did have to Google. It, it was like because of course, like they don't really want you to leave. It's like of course California not. style, where they like don't really want you to leave. Um, but, um, but yeah, so I was like deactivated and whatever. And so does you know, deactivated like, mean that you can reactivate and all of your old tweets will show back up or good are question. you gone don't know. for good? I don't know, man. And like, also like what happens to my tweets? Like this is things that I was like, not frankly curious enough to really look into, mm-hmm. but like, cause like people were like, you know, there was a big sort of big whatever it seemed like there was a trend of twitter exodus following the elon musk and he was like let's get out of here party's over and like people are like but don't forget to like up download all your tweets to a pdf forever so you have them or whatever <laughs> don't do that I mean, I was like, come on <laughs> and I was like, that's like keeping gonna... that receipt in your wallet from 1996 yeah, and you're like exactly. i'm gonna need this and it's like the words have been faded nobody yeah, exactly this you can't even submit this if you want to <laughs> That's right, especially for especially for using Twitter like how I was, which was to say dumb, truly dumb, idiotic, mundane, meaningless things, or to like repost a comedy show. It was just mm-hmm. like I don't need these for for my records or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not like a journalist who's authentically using Twitter as like a journalistic outlet for me, sure. like in all sincerity. Like maybe sure. those people should like upload their tweets forever, or whatever. Sure, but um, I just had no interest in doing that. So I don't know if I re. Um, whatever. If I like get, like reinstall, then I'll, I'll, I, I would assume that the tweets are gone, man. Y two K style, gone. Joker. Those Joker tweets are <laughs> yeah, up the for Joker grabs, tweets. folks. Yeah, they're up for, <laughs> yeah, they're up for grabs, dude. Have um, you? Have you? Has there been a moment 
in the like past two, three weeks where something has occurred and you're like, Ooh, I want to like see what's going on. And you have found yourself inhibited to find the information on the granular level that a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And that okay. is, can you point like, to, can you tell us what the event was or something la- or? last for, I'll give you the most recent example last night. And again, I'm dating this podcast now exactly. So forgive me. But yeah. last night there was this amazing game, this Nick, uh, Dallas Maverick game. And, and Twitter was good for me. It was just like instant sports reacts, like Absolutely. instant real time sports Absolutely. reacts. So like, that is what I, I miss that. I don't really have an outlet for that. I don't have a, mm-hmm. a, a source for that. So that kind of stuff I miss, like real time reactions to like Luka Doncic is crazy that. So mm-hmm. like, and I don't, I, I don't have that anymore. And I guess I, I suppose it would be dramatic for me to say that I miss it, but I do acknowledge the absence of that. I would I am, miss it. I, I would yeah. definitely miss yeah. that that yeah. very specific thing. Yeah. Sports commentary, sports highlights, crazy World stuff. Cup clips, like just World, things yeah, where exactly. it's just like I just want it now. It's just it's, Yeah, real it's time. The, I wanna I wanna like be in the digital conversation about Messi and Ronaldo or whatever. Just like it's happening now. I wanna hear what, what Bill Simmons says about it now. It's just like But that's, you don't that's, need that's, to contribute to it. You just want the access to the news feed essentially. That's you just right. want the exactly. access to the conversation. Exactly. That's happening. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Which so, makes me wonder, Adam, is yes, there a reality in which you come back with a burner? Maybe. I mean, maybe, maybe. Yeah, there is that reality. There is that reality, I suppose. Um, Maybe, maybe. I I haven't thought about it. I haven't had the yen, the pull, the sort of the organic impulse, or or, or I haven't felt compelled to like, really that compelled to do it. I mean, for example, Mm -hmm. the game last night, I think, ah, gosh, I wish I could just like scroll just to see everyone freaking out about the Luca thing. And then that pass, it just passes. The the urge passes. So like, I don't, I'm not that like. I think that's what they call neural pathways. Right, where you have to yeah, carve yeah, just out like, new neural pathways yeah. to break habits, and yeah. I feel like that's a very important moment in carving out a neural pathway is to say, "I want something. I'm going yeah. to let a little time pass, and yep. I know that I will eventually no longer crave that thing. That's and I'll right. crave it less and less and less and less and less until I no longer even remember what it was. That's right. And you know, I got to be honest with you. Like, so Instagram right now is my only like social media, whatever, and mm-hmm. I'm not posting a bunch. But I've just again the the endless the mindless scroll. I definitely am susceptible to the mindless scroll, but. Sure. Instagram too, and again, maybe this is like very well tread territory, but I feel like it's like a lot worse or something than it was even like a couple of years ago. Like it's way more ads, way more sponsor posts. I'm like just constantly scrolling through people that it I do not follow. It, now it needs to be profitable. That's the difference. It now needs to be profitable, and it's just like yes. I like it. I'm just enjoying the experience less than I was. So. I wonder. I could see a world where I'm also out of the Instagram game too. So I, I don't know. I don't know what's more likely: me, hot, me creeping back onto Twitter under some burner, whatever, or me getting out of Instagram too. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what is more likely at this point. Where do um, you get your up to the minute news, if not for social media? Do you just Google and just wait for the news news to right. come up? No, I, I, I. Well, it was Twitter. I mean, that's what Twitter was. Yeah, Twitter exactly. was my news feed. I mean, and sure. now it's like I don't I, I don't I don't have access anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. Instagram's not that. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, yep. it's not like one a, of my favorite not, episodes that you and I yeah, did. Yeah. I think it was last year. Um yeah. because we were in the new studio, the new Headgum studio. Yes, yes. <laughs> I kept asking you over and over again and we we were both in tears. Tr- laughing at that you couldn't answer this question and for this to a certain extent i couldn't either yeah <laughs> do you remember what the question no, was no no name a band <laughs> <laughs> 
name a band. Just a band that plays oh music. My name, God, dude. name a current band. And you couldn't do it. it was, you couldn't do it, but it was also the spotlight was just getting brighter and brighter and it was getting yeah. funnier and funnier, so it's oh harder to think. Oh, my God, dude. But, I mean, like... Where are you going to get information? <laughs> Where yeah, are you tr- going to get literally. trends? What are, how are you going to know what people are talking about? Because I, I admire, I admire your, I admire you not, knowing thine self and saying yeah, like, I, I, it's not doing it for me. I don't need it. But and when I yeah. think about like, all right, if I were to do that, I immediately think of, well, where would I well, learn about new things? Things, new things. That's Hearing people great. talk. Like I'm not surrounded by enough people on the daily to like, I don't know if Twitter adds to my loneliness or helps me distract from my loneliness because it's hard to see people the older you get like just be in a community the older you get and i think that different people i mean to speak the obvious truths here like different people's brains are wired different ways and i think like social media i mean again people much smarter than us have have sort of you know pontificated on this really beautifully read gia tolentino's book if you want to read like a like just a brilliant book about the internet or whatever oh yeah what book is Uh, that Oh, Do you remember what it's called? The name just escaped me completely. As you said, I can see the cover so vividly. So can I. It's okay. Just It'll come back. It'll come uh, back. Trick mirror. Trick mirror. There you go. Trick mirror. Um, um, but like, I, I think that on, and with certain brains, social media does exacerbate isolation and loneliness, of course. Mm-hmm. But also... It can very sincerely and generally do the opposite. It is a community builder for real. Totally. In, for in, sure. in earnest. And like, for sure. you know, um, has the power to take to like literally topple dictatorial regimes. And like it also a, can get you canceled. And yeah, getting rid of I, Twitter is a good oppor- like is a good just like I'm a little bit safer. Like the hounds can't come for me. Yeah, people yeah, can't that's, that's dig true. up some dumb joke I wrote in 2007 with no malintent right. behind it. Yeah, exactly. And so like, you we have contextualize it. Yeah, yeah. So you have at least bought that kind of freedom to uh, uh, that to yeah. Your I su- life. Uh, yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, there, there's that. There's that too. There's like just uh, I just wasn't. And and as we discussed on this podcast, like I wasn't tweeting. Like I was just scrolling. And like if I were tweeting more, maybe it would be a different thing. And I would miss. And 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 then it would hold this like this. There would be like an output, like a creative outlet output maybe. thing that I would feel like like uh the the void of. But I just I've tweeted it less like that in the past few yeah. months. I've just yeah. tweeted just by volume yeah. less, and yeah. I can't really point to why exactly maybe it's just yeah. busy and i no instinct to tweet but right. i am on twitter as the same amount i am still yeah, sure. seeing the public news, conversations man, news. and it's having my news. own personal right yeah exactly i choose I mean, to believe i choose to believe that if y2k happened in 2023 like if y2k was happening or if yes. this forget y2k if the fear if the fear of something happening when the clocks tick over I yes. feel like at this point, like in, in the movie Independence Day, everyone just went out to their front yes. lawn and just watched as the yeah, alien yeah. Like flew <laughs> yeah. over. I feel yeah. like everyone would be on Twitter just no waiting to see when the clock ticks if the screen goes black. For sure, 100% yes. Uh, a- absolutely yes. Um, I mean, I also think that the Y2K thing, similar to, to like Twitter or like th- – there is a weird sort of like connection there because it's like the, – like, the another reason that like 
I don't know, like conspiracy that human beings are sort of maybe bent or inclined towards. I don't even want to call Y2K a conspiracy theory, but just like a collective anxiety. The, I think part mm. of that is the collective part of it. Like yes. it is nice to do something together, even if that thing is fearing for the end of technology. Yes. Or just like, it's just nice to do it together. We're in it together. Like there is yes. a warmth, even as like sort of dystopian as the, as the fears were, there was a, there was a low, there was a sneaky, warmth familial vibe to like well i guess we're all in it together we're all gonna mm-hmm. have to get a bunker we're all getting canned beans it's mm-hmm. just like there was something that was sort of like you know a little bit heartwarming or or um i don't know it was like a, a little bit the good part of humanity too that was like at least well, we're doing it together so that yeah. was maybe also a little bit of the pull of the y2k like we're all every single person on earth is susceptible to this calendar change isn't that mm-hmm. novel for once on for like this never happens where every person on earth is affected by something and mm-hmm. uh, here it is. So maybe that was it also is surprising part of it. and ah, disappointing is not the word. But from a capitalist standpoint, it yeah. feels like fear is the like the the best thing you can have if you want to oh, sell a product. No doubt about it. Pharmaceutical. Remember... The pharmaceutical industry oh. creates fears that don't even yeah. exist, so that they can then reverse Preach. engineer medicine to Come fix on. the fears that they just invented for Without you. Without a doubt. Without a fear doubt. Fear is fear sells. If you have if you can create a problem then you can create the problem to solve that. You can create the product to solve that problem. And now you're sitting pretty. It's wild to me that there wasn't like a, hey, everybody needs to put their computers underneath this cloak. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's totally protect your house from fire when the clocks tickle. You're so right. Like a weighted blanket, like an electromagnetic blanket that will will protect your hard drive from the from the evil Y2K rays only for thirty nine ninety nine. Isn't that? Yes. Just like that, like like prepper. That just like psychotic prepper, whatever yeah. thing that everybody bought and then looked at and said, I'm such a fool. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, and I also have to say, like, not to take this podcast on a dark road, but like the cyber terrorism. And like, like the at, like because like since Y two K and as technology has gotten more advanced, we have seen so on a small scale, not of course like global lights out, like we all go back to the Stone Age, but like we have seen like Russian whoever like hack into the Baltimore hospital system and like shut down oh, all yeah. the ventilate, like that shit oh, yeah. happens, and it is so horrifying, <laughs> and yes. it is so deeply scary, and like so we like. The degree of powerlessness is so profound yeah. that, like, shit like that is like the the actual manifestation of what the the Y two K fear was like. What it was promising is devastating. It's catastrophic. Yes. So, like, yes. I get the, I get the level of fear and anxiety, like, of mm-hmm. like computers going back to zero, all everything, the digital world being turned upside down, like set, like back to factory settings, whatever it is. Like that shit's scary, and that happens, mm-hmm. and it does have real real life or death consequences for real so like i get the magnitude of the fear it was just as we know 23 years later completely misguided and false (laughs) yes (laughs) and and just what wasn't based in any kind of reality i guess but i get so i say so i say we lighten things up we go to an ad break and when we come back we talk about the date that this episode is coming out january 6th oh another big red letter day (laughs) just another oh god (laughs) let's just check in light a second candle on the that's right. uh, January sixth oh, anniversary Jesus cake. Jesus Christ! Okay, let's do. <laughs> let's do that. We'll lighten okay. things up. Talk about the insurrection. Yeah. <laughs> but first, an act break. Um, Adam, do we have any? Uh, do we have any other ideas? Uh, we're oh, talking Y two K. We're talking insurrections. Real quick. We're talking fear. 
We're talking fears. We're talking insurrection. Um, uh, did you have any No Fear t-shirts, by the way, Bill? Back in the day? Mm, did I have any No Fear t-shirts? <laughs> I definitely did. But what, what, what did they say? <laughs> That's okay. I was going to maybe see if we could riff a No Fear t-shirt, but I don't even remember the vibe really. I don't, yeah, I don't even remember how they turned the phrase. Yeah, <laughs> think of, yeah exactly. Hmm. Um, hmm, Y2K. Uh, oh, okay. Well, we had t- discussed before how Y2K has also sort of in contemporary slang come to stand for like that era of fashion. Of like uh, that style, yes. that aesthetic style. Yes. Your Paris Hilton, your Nicole Richie, yes. your I yes. guess Britney Spears, maybe, but yes. maybe a little after that. Um, Paris Hilton did have a catchphrase, right? And it That's was hot. maybe we can just give it, give it a, give it a crack uh, yes. in, in the act break and just see how it, just see if it holds up as a catchphrase. All right, let's see if it holds up. We'll be right back. This is Paris Hilton's catchphrase, and then we'll talk about the insurrection. <laughs> That's hot. That's hot. Welcome back to the New Joe Podcast. We're talking Y2K, and that was, of course, Paris Hilton's iconic catchphrase. Uh, That's, That's hot. hot. Yeah. You know where I thought you were going with uh, when you were saying Y2K and you were talking about where? fashion? Yes. On every zipper, folks, are the letters YKK. Wait, wait. Say, say that again? On every zipper, the little yeah. thing that you hold oh. and you zip down, zip up. Yeah. Are you wearing jeans, perchance? Or right are now. you aware of this fact? I'm looking at it right now. YKK. Do you have a YKK on that zipper? I do. Why? KK. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who YKK is, but they dominate the zipper game. Oh, dude. Wait. Every, everywhere. If you're on an elevator, odds are it's an Otis elevator. If you're zipping up your jeans, odds are YKK is keeping them tight the hell it's like i feel like i've con- like subconsciously clocked that on every zipper i've ever had but now every. i'm really thinking about it and what every does it mean bill yes ykk i'll go 90 percent of the zippers on earth are ykk in fact no joke nation if you own a non-ykk zipper take a photo and post it to discord yeah post it to really does it and just write no ykk Hashtag no YKK. I'm curious to see what no YKKs are out there. I feel like I bought like like? a, I feel like I bought a duffel bag once where like, as soon as I bought it, I was like, this zipper is not going to last two flights, two flights. And this, this thing's going to be bursting at the seams. Yes. And the zipper was just like chunky and dare I say plastic. And I was like, this just won't survive. And it was a non YKK. Wow. Didn't trust it. Didn't trust Jesus, it. Jesus, that's amazing. Celebrating the year K thousand. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, so um, wow. we promised, Adam. We promised. We can't just blow past the promise. The insurrection. Oh yeah, we got to talk about the happy two year anniversary of one of the most surreal, melancholy, bizarre days in uh, American history. Recent American history, certainly. Really As someone weird. who loves Twitter and yeah. especially loved Twitter two years ago, loved yeah. it more than I probably love it now. Yeah. Um, I was surprisingly off Twitter while it was happening. I was off of the news while it was happening. Old-fashioned media. Oh, really? I put No, I I didn't watch it, and I didn't track it in real time. I put my phone in my pocket, and I went for like an eight-mile walk. I was like, later. Later, Gator. I just didn't. Something about it was just like, I don't know. I'm sitting this one out. But I was getting texts from my mom, texts from Amir, texts from Wendelk, and friends being like, and now they've breached the Capitol. They're climbing the walls. And I was looking at it. I was like, huh. And I put my phone back. I don't know if my brain was like. you, man. Were you on Twitter all day? Because that seems like a good that seems like a good excuse. To I be guess on Twitter I, I guess I kind of was. I I was I similarly to you or whatever. Like I 
didn't have any idea what was going on, and then I get all these texts from like my Voorheesville hometown friends. It was like, oh my god, right. how sad! This is so messed up. Oh my god, are you seeing this? And I was like, I literally don't know what you're talking about. And then I think I just turned on the TV, and it was just like, oh jeez, oh god. Yeah. Um, but I think I was glued to media for most of the day, for sure. Absolutely, mm-hmm. probably old mm-hmm. media, both new and old. I mm-hmm. think I was probably I was probably just like sort of in shock and horror and just sort of like surreal. It was like watching a movie. I mean, it was like all of the cliches. Like it was so out of surreal to see it happening. It was so bizarre. I recently watched like HBO put out like a little like <clears throat> documentary about it or whatever, like January sixth. And I didn't get too far in it. I don't even know why I wanted to watch it. But um, it was like included all the footage from all of the security cams and all the all the like the congressmen mm-hmm. and, and women's aides from inside the Capitol that day from their cell phones. And it was like this stitched together sort of like document of the day. And uh, just bonkers. Just bonkers. Um, yep. Bonkers, man. Yep. Really wild. Um and it's sad to see all these people sad. I mean, like, they obviously broke federal law, and it's like, a, and of course, they should be all held accountable, but it's like, it yes. is just like, it, it triggers my rage so much that um, all these people go to jail and all. Oh, I love it. All, oh, I no, no, love no. it. And all these people go to jail while the Trumps of the world don't, is my Yeah. Point. Yeah. Gotcha. It's like, gotcha. It, that the, that the minions are going to jail, but the overlords aren't. It, like that, just mm. I just I could I could just. It, That's it, very my, valid. My, my claws came. My claws come out when I think about that. That's it's, very um, valid. Yeah, something yeah. tells me that those minions would be up to no good, even if that one overlord didn't tell them to yeah, do something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But I'm not yeah. giving you the benefit of the doubt. If you got oh, on that bus and you got to and you got to DC, you're like, I've been traveling for this big moment. Like, yeah. No, nah, you're too dangerous. You need to go to jail now. Totally. And you know what? There is a weird Y2K thing in there too where it's go like on. where it's like a parallel that it's just like Y2K panic. I may not believe it consciously, but it's a little bit fun to be mm. part of this panic together. Fear. So like let's all panic together. Okay, Fear. let's do it. We're doing it yes. together. It's a little bit fun to panic together and to like mm. stack guns and canned food and potable water together. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. the vibe is a little violent and petrified, but we're doing it together. Same with January 6th where it's like I don't even know like – again, I don't – it's like these people who are like online – guzzling conspiracy theories right. like brain warped by the internet like full of fear and loathing and guns yes. and like i don't even know if i even believe that like mike pence could single-handedly overturn the election but i'm going with it because like this is kind of like a like a rock concert vibe let's just do it together well like, that's I'm it. In, everyone was like, playing like, army man yeah exactly everyone yeah. was playing war you know right. and it just and you know what you can't do that <laughs> can't do that like yeah it was like very like larp like they were larping but with like real life consequences and it was just sad like watching the um i'm no like american history buff and i'm not Mm. even particularly nostalgic for like old buildings or whatever but like Mm. watching this hbo thing and just like seeing the capitol building like this photographer was like who was there the whole time who was uh, a journalist who was like snapping all these iconic photos that we've seen right. including the one of like the security guard who like cleverly beckoned them away from the uh, from the senators or whatever so like yeah. this one photographer like took a bunch of those photos that we've all seen a million times he was yes. like it was like a he was like the capitol is such a beautiful build it's gorgeous in there like it's it is stately and and lovely and historic and like 
moving as a piece of architecture. And he was like, it was January 6th was like the most surreal psychedelic tour of the Capitol. It was like taking a like a tour of the Capitol on acid. It was so mm. weird that because it is gorgeous and like historic and been around for hundreds of years and like integral to the American fabric and like to see it filled with hooligans like these like yeah. weirdos like these like 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 you said like militia guys playing army it was like so sw- like the juxtaposition was just so weird just yeah. straight up surreal yeah there like there wasn't a it didn't it, it didn't seem like this singular event made all of these people aggro these people right. were aggro and looking to put that energy 100%, somewhere and they 100%. thought that they and they all were convinced they had a free pass to be violent criminals because the yeah. president said so and it's like yeah. some personal accountability has to come in idiots and you have to idiots. realize that what i'm doing right now seems pretty illegal and i'm probably going to jail right yeah it was it was um it was crazy and like and like you know um the the you know what was his name like officer goodman or whatever like that one security guard like if mm. not for him like again it just yes. been so much worse like it was a hair's breadth away from being like true and not to be alarmist or whatever but it was just no, like no, no. a mass murder of all the senators like i mean and we were we were basically there we were almost and, there <laughs> and to take it to its scariest conclusion it's like the rhetoric from the politicians now uh, like the f- extremely far right, like just oh, yeah. trying to keep yeah, the loonies yeah, yeah. on their side is yes. I would have done it differently. We all would have been armed. And it's like, oh, cool. So that's the next one. Yeah, exactly. I know. That's like the truly despairing, dark piece of January 6th is like it feels less like an aberration and less like a culminating uh, climactic thing. Right. More than it does reflect on that. Where we all reflect on it it again. More than it feels like one event in us in a ladder of potentially future January 6th on many different levels, which is fucked. Totally. That's, that's why I don't like, that's why when I see the news report of like this school teacher who decided to skip work for the week and go to the January 6th is going to jail for three and a half years. And like her husband or whatever, it's just like, it's stunning. And like, this is unfair. It's like, I don't care. Is it? Yeah. (laughs) I don't care. You're bad. (laughs) Yeah. You can't, you can't try to hurt, people you can't push people you can't hurt people you can't uh you can't do that but it was a mob mentality but i mean it does again not to, i'm not this is to me is like a little bit more organic um connection back to the episode topic because like there is a y2k thing of like fear fear if fear it uh plus internet <laughs> plus internet yes um it, it can go crazy it can go crazy it ends can up people crazy. like amassing firearms in their basement like it's mm-hmm. just like you gotta chill chill with i love that (laughs) it's funny that fear and conspiracy theories and all of these like loneliness a a huge amount of loneliness and all this are all the cocktail to a certain extent by design that created this fervor that led to uh this collective uprising for the insurrection rightly and for y2k it was 99 is going to click to zero <laughs> the numbers but our computers aren't used to double zero. so innocent so I innocent so our true. biggest fear was that 99 is going to click to zero <laughs> zero exactly. what happens with zero exactly yes yeah. Uh, yeah yeah oh i uh, how we long for those more innocent days it was more i know it's a conspiracy theorists where we're not kidnapping governors and and holding them hostage that it was just yeah we're worried about the about our poor computers though will our desk will our will my macbook hold up 
or will yeah, just will my desk ignite? move? Yeah, will my well, desk move across the dining room? Because we still don't know where to put computers in our house yet. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Funny. Oh, man. Well, I love the lightheartedness of this, the first episode of 2023. Hey, I mean, really yeah. just plotting the course for a joyful 2023 right. by joyful. reflecting on when the computers will eventually be our demise. Yeah, exactly. Well, I look forward to uh, the episode called Adam's Back, where we find out what was the tipping point for Adam to rejoin Twitter. (laughs) Okay, good. I look forward to it, too. (laughs) But but until we get to that episode, this was the Y2K episode. Happy New Year, Adam, and Happy Happy New Year, Year, Nash. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, everyone. For the No Joke Podcast, this was Y2K, and I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. That was a HeadGum Podcast.